0: VR training platforms, like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International, are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients.
1: As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop.
0: Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Patreon, Freckled Foodie and Friends. Let me crack open my high noon. We're joined by one of my best friends, Jess Kanash. Welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to have you on. Um, I'm going to take a sip. I'm very excited to have you on. It's to set the scene for everyone. We are at the beach. We've been here for the weekend. Jess and her husband, Zach, and their beautiful baby, Casey, and just hanging out. It's honestly been very chill. Let's dive into motherhood. How... I mean it's so hard to explain. But how have you felt being a mom over the past seven months? Like what have your takeaways been?
1: I think it's the most it's a beautiful experience, but it's also the most chaotic and mm-hmm. so hard to explain to people that aren't yet moms. Yes. Or everything I thought I knew about being a mom, which now I'm looking back, I'm like I knew nothing. Mm-hmm. Um This whole experience is completely different because I remember giving birth, getting home or even in the hospital being like, what the fuck just happened? Right. Because I'm a very independent person. I'm happy to do things on my own, Mm -hmm. do things when I want to do them. Same. And so I thought that was a good thing for motherhood because I'm like, oh, I'm kind of a homebody. I don't really do much. (laughs) But you within the second that child's born, you lose all of that. Yeah. So that has been the hardest thing for me. You're wearing so many hats that you yeah. never, like your to-do list could get done without a child in time. Right. Now my to-do list is just never ending and I have to do things or they'll never, then they'll just never get done. That's so right. You know what I mean? Like you're doing, I'm always constantly thinking like, oh, do his diapers fit? Oh, do we need more water in the house? Mm-hmm. Do we need more paper towels? Do we have toilet paper? But also Casey's growing out of his clothes. So it's like my mind just never turns it off never now. It never stops. And I wonder, not to, like, steer this conversation somewhere else, but I wonder if social media has totally, like, fucked with our heads, Yeah, moms, pe- people becoming moms now, or parents, because you see everything on Instagram, and obviously we can say it's a highlight reel all we want, but still seeing it every day, mm-hmm. I thought my life was going to be, like... Same beautiful and i was gonna love motherhood i was gonna love every second because that's what everyone says yeah and so to have those days where you're like fuck i do not want to do this yeah i like that's what i'm still struggling with more than worrying about my workout or like the expectation part of it Mm -hmm. i more so just am like why don't i love every minute of this and that's another thing like don't with expectation stuff like don't anticipate things that you're not like the stages that you're not yet at yeah because it'll come and you'll get through it totally agree it's really easy to obsess over things right and that are completely out of your
0: control completely out of your control and like we used to jokingly send each other like what to expect message boards (laughs) all the time but like i had to delete the app because even though i was going on it for like comedic relief right you're seeing so much that then like i start questioning things and then i was like convincing myself of things Mm -hmm. and i was a fucking anxious wreck and someone actually posted this in the freckles foodie mamas group where they were like i'm having a hard time And I never put these pieces together because they're like, you know, trust your mom's gut like your mom's gut knows. But like, how do you trust your mom's gut when you also are an anxious person? So can you share your experience of like trying to conceive?
1: Yeah. It was kind of like, let's... It's like there's no chance that I'd get pregnant the first time. Right. So we... It was 2019 in November that we like started that. And so we told our parents on Christmas and then I went... We didn't. My doctor doesn't do a scan until closer to eight, and so we go in for the scan. There, there wasn't anything, and I knew like right away. Mm-hmm. Not that I've ever had a scan, but you, could, there was. It was just black, yeah. and there was like a little bump, and she was like, "There's no heartbeat. It looks like it was. It you stopped growing at five weeks, for whatever reason. My body just didn't." miscarry naturally it's all just so kind of cold it's just like a like it said something about an abortion like on the top I just remembering this and I was like an abortion like I'm not but technically that's what it was and I remember that Mother's Day um was May 10th of 2020 I think it was May tenth, and I was so devastated that day. That was like one of the hardest days. Um, and I like didn't answer my phone, but I also look back and I think that was like the day I got pregnant. And I know you felt isolated with the
0: miscarriage. Do you wish you had, like, looking back, mm-hmm. do you wish you had told some friends beforehand so you had that support Because I know I told people I was pregnant like very early on, right. And I think it's a double-edged sword. Like, it can go both ways. It can yeah. be then, okay, well, now I have to tell these people that I miscarried. Or, well, now I have the support system to talk through this Yeah.
1: while I'm miscarrying. I feel like I'm open about it now. Like, I yeah. – and I knew when I told you, once I was okay with it and did my own grieving, I was okay to text my friends being like, I had a miscarriage. Right. And that's how I brought it up. Because um, I know people just want to be there for you. Like, so if my friends knew, I know everyone would have been reaching out, and I think that would have been a little more of a dagger to me versus me being able to, like, just grieve um, and then being open about it with everyone. Because then I was ready to actually talk about it and talk about my feelings. Because you go through, I went through, like, so many, like, I hated people that were pregnant. Like, I saw, and, like, I literally was like, fuck them. Like, why do they get to be pregnant and I don't? I think that there's this shame felt by women oftentimes when they miscarriage of like yeah. well, what
0: did I do as if you did anything
1: yeah you didn't right. it just happened I think that's just like women in general too like we're kind of always made to think like everything's our, our, fault. our fault and so I think when I miscarried I I knew it wasn't anything I did but it's just a like innate inherent yeah. feeling that it's a reflux yeah that I'm like shit was it me did I do what did I do what could have I done different like both of us have very strong relationships with our husbands anyway, so I think we are just growing together in this new role, Mm -hmm. and, like, both of us are growing together in the same, like, way, so it's, like, beautiful watching Zach be, like, a dad. he's a great dad. Yeah. Well, so is Joe. Very super dads, as they like to call themselves. (laughs) They do one fucking thing, and they're a super (laughs) dad. They check the monitor, and they're a super dad. Speaking about changing, it's, like, now the carefreeness of our life, like, you could Without have sex window. whenever you wanted. Yeah. You could go out on date night whenever you wanted. You could go grab a drink whenever you wanted. Mm-hmm. And I think we've talked about this, that the boys struggle mm-hmm. with their loss of, like, independence a little bit more than I think. It takes them a little longer to get used to it. It also takes them a little longer to
0: realize. I think it's just, like, the realization that they don't have the independence. Right. in the beginning, they almost feel like they do. Even, yeah. like, in the very beginning when I'd be breastfeeding and, like, Joe was in the other room working out and I could hear the Peloton. Yeah. I'm like... I literally want to fucking murder you. Yeah. Like, the feelings I had were like, I hate you. Hi, Mom. Is he crying? He hasn't <laughs> slept? Fuck. He's supposed to be up at four. Oh, in four minutes. Okay, so you can take him up. Um. All right, we got to wrap this up, guys. Sorry. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed this sneak peek look at a Patreon episode. If you are interested in hearing the full episode or the monthly Patreon-only Freckled Foodie and Friends episodes, head on over to the website in the description or the link in my Instagram bio or just search Freckled Foodie on patreon.com. I release an episode the third Wednesday of every month exclusive to that listenership and it's more personal conversations with close friends or family members or just me. So come join the Patreon fam.